So we're back at it again with the podcasting. Thanks for believing in us. If you're listening to this, it probably means you survived the last two episodes. Yeah, we're sorry about episode two. We're currently recording in a makeshift blanket recording studio in my living room. We've been learning about sound and how it works and how it carries through an empty Chicago living room. Today we're talking about 2018 and everything we're excited for this year. There's so much to look forward to this year, and we wanted to use this episode as a sort of time capsule that we can revisit next year and look back on in all of our disappointment. We're drinking some out-of-state beer this week. We've got Flying Dog Bloodline. These guys are from Maryland, and I want to thank my friend Hannah for introducing me to these guys one time when we were at headquarters. Uh, So let's get into 2018. So let's get into some music for 2018. So on New Year's Day, Jeff Rosenstock actually released a surprise album that no one knew was coming. So that was super exciting to wake up to on New Year's Day when I was super hungover. Jeff Rosenstock is really good. We saw him at Revolution, and that was the first time I'd ever heard of him. Uh, did not disappoint. Oh, no, he's great. I saw him at Pitchfork last year. He played at, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. It was me and a bunch of teenagers from the suburbs. It was great. <laughs> So he, along with that, he announced a tour, which I think we're hoping to go to in April when he's here. So that'll be super fun. Yeah, it'll be down to go. We've talked about it. Oh, yeah. No, that'll be a good show. Um, Speaking of shows, I was lucky enough to see St. Vincent at the Chicago Theater on Friday. Uh, That was absolutely incredible. (laughs) You have a good story about that. And I, I, can we talk, can we tell it? Oh, yeah. So we, um... I went with our good friend Joe, and him and I were sitting next to this girl who was about my age, maybe a year or two younger. Um, She just sat down and immediately goes, I'm so excited. How excited are you? And we're like, oh, we're so excited. Like, St. Vincent's incredible. So we're sitting there. We didn't really say much to her after that, but then the minute... Tuck and Patty, who are uh, St. Vincent's aunt and uncle, actually. They were her opener, which was super cool. But this girl starts getting real excited, and you could just tell how excited she is. And then St. Vincent comes on and opens with Marry Me John, and this girl just starts sobbing. Like, St. Vincent walks on stage, girl immediately full-on tears. This girl was going in, like... She was screaming all of the lyrics. She was just so enthusiastic about it. And I mean... I mean, that's nice to see, though. Like, I like oh, going to shows yeah. where people are really enthusiastic instead of sitting around. Like, Especially, uh, this was the Chicago Theater, which is an entirely seated venue. Mm-hmm. So seeing people get super enthusiastic there is fun because it's all seats. And you don't want, like, you don't want to sit down at the St. Vincent show. So... This girl was just so excited, and maybe she was a little over the top, a little unnecessarily obnoxious. It's not my place to say, because I've been that obnoxious girl at the concert. So, I mean, it didn't bother either of us, but man, these people in front of us were not having it. They, like, told her off, like, two or three times. And I just felt so bad, like... I don't know. She didn't deserve to be... Like, they treated her like shit. I mean, I hate that kind of thing. Like, when I saw Taking Back Sunday at Riot Fest, I was going in, like, fucking yeah. headbanging, moshing. Well, not moshing. Because <laughs> I will die. Uh, but, like, headbanging, like, f- jumping. and fr- yeah. Like, I was freaking out, and the people in front of me were just being dicks about it. Yeah. It's like, you're at a show. I mean... I mean, like, Riot Fest is a little different, too. It's a little more acceptable, but... Yeah, but you're still... You're at a show, like, and yeah. you're all here to see the same person. Don't be a dick about it. Like, that's obviously not what the artist yeah. wants. No. And I I mean, I didn't even think it was a big deal. So it was just kind of upsetting to see the people around us were such shitty concert goers. But afterwards, I just kind of leaned in. I'm like, girl, you do you. Don't let the bastards get you down. Keep doing your St. Vincent thing because you are the kind of people that I want to see at shows. Right. You want to see people being super excited about your favorite Absolutely. artists. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's something I think I want to see in 2018 in general, is just... More people being excited and enthusiastic. And accepting of, like, how you are at your con- like at oh, your show. Yeah. Just more accepting of concert etiquette. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it's... I don't know. I just thought it was unnecessary. And I agree. But, uh, let's see, uh, what, uh, albums are you looking forward to coming out this year? Uh, I'm gonna start with my favorite band ever, Foles. They're in the studio right now, and 
I am so excited. I you think even. that's gonna make it 2018? Uh, I mean, they've been in the, they've supposedly been in the studio since 2017, and they're still recording now. Um, I think it's probably gonna come out like late summer, early fall. That'd be hopefully. sweet because I'd mean a tour to support it. Oh yeah, I mean they uh, when they tour, they go to Europe first because they're bigger in Europe. Yeah. Um, and then oh, they'll they, come here. Yeah, they'll come here, yeah. but they usually come here like a year after the album comes out. Um, but I'm really excited. I think they're getting bigger in the states, so. That means they might be on some music festival list next year. I don't know. You think it'll be next year or the year after? The year after, probably. Because oh, okay. I like they when they first came out with uh, I think it's called What Went Down. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't tour in the states for about a year, and oh, then I wow. saw them five times in one year. Oh yeah, because they just go ape shit. Yeah, when what they was that? Twenty sixteen when they played. Yeah, twenty sixteen. I yeah. saw them at Shaky Knees, um, an after show like in Florida, technically. Um, Lala. Lala after Yeah, I was at that Lala show. And then uh, at the Rivera, Riviera. Well, I almost went to that. <laughs> but I, I love Pole, so I'm really excited for them. Uh, they don't disappoint. I've loved everything. Oh, yeah. They put out great music. Um, I don't know the status of the album, but The Vaccines just released a song, and I love this band. I love The Vaccines. So they are right. I think they're touring to support, or they were touring to support some of Franz Ferdinand stuff in Europe. Oh, that so, would be great. Yeah. If they, I don't know if they're coming Franz Ferdinand's on, also coming out with the 2018 album, right? Their album's coming out in a couple weeks, I Yeah. <laughs> that single is great. They're all over the music festival lineups right now, too. That's well, exciting. And I, I found out about The Vaccines uh, before Bonnaroo 2013, I think. Uh, and that was They're the first time the they UK. really are. And I think they played at like two in the morning when they played. Oh, at Bonnaroo? Yeah, uh, but they were, they were great. I love their stuff. I've never gotten to see them, but uh, I know they put out an album of their live performance at South By a couple of years ago, and that was really cool. So I would love to go see them. Like their music comes out at Beauty Bar Indie Night. I'm going <laughs> in, and everyone else stands there going, "What is this girl doing?" <laughs> I feel like everyone just does that anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's me anywhere, so that's fair. Um, Jack White has released some new music. So yeah, he's like headlining a lot of festivals. He is back in the game. It's exciting. So and I miss like the White Stripes, but oh, yeah. I also like, Jack White does some incredible music on his own. Yeah. Um, he has a record pressing facility for his record company, Third Man Records, and it's in Cass Corridor in Detroit. Uh, back where I'm from, and I saw some videos online. They did, like, a vinyl release of his new album, and there were lines all over that fucking city to go get his album. They sold out, like, right away. So that was really cool to see. He he does not claim Detroit as his hometown anymore, <laughs> which makes me very sad, but he's always going to be, like, huge in, in Detroit. Yeah, Steph has a good story about Jack White that we're going to save for another podcast where we kind of just talk about Steph's good stories about people. No, can I tell Can I tell this one? This one's, like, relevant, though. So, <laughs> the other day on Jeopardy, there was a question. Oh, this of, isn't the story I'm talking about. Oh. I thought you were but you can tell this okay. one. Okay. So, on the other day. Another story about Jack White. Another Jack White story. So... There was a question on Jeopardy, and, and it literally a picture of Jack White comes up, and they're talking about it was I forget the exact question, but it was something about this this Detroit artist, and it talked about his record company, and the girl plugs in and goes, Emin- or who is Eminem? <laughs> I was like, no, that is not a picture he of. There's there's literally a picture of him. Like he doesn't look anything like Eminem. That's so lit. <laughs> Like, I understand it's Jeopardy, so you might not know everything about musicians, and I know Eminem's known to be, like, the bit, one of the biggest musicians to come out of Detroit, but, like... But I feel like he, most people know what Eminem yeah, looks like. Yeah, I feel like you have an idea of what yeah. he looks like. And I if get, you put like, up a picture of Jack White, you don't picture Eminem's voice coming out of that. I get people not knowing who Jack White is, but the fact that she didn't know what Eminem looked like... Yes, yeah, that's, that's the best part of that. <laughs> Um, let's see, what else do I have that's good music, hopefully, coming out this year? Uh, so, Arctic Monkeys are supposed to be releasing a new album sometime this year. Are they, do they have any tour dates yet? So, the only thing I've seen was they are headlining at Firefly this year. And that's in Dover, right? Yeah, trying to get a work trip during that time, right? (laughs) 
But um, I'm super excited for this album. So I, I've only seen the Arctic Monkeys once, and it was at Lollapalooza a couple of years ago. But ooh, man, have I worshipped that band since I was a teenager. I don't think I've ever seen the Arctic Monkeys live, but I oh, love you've them. You've got to come. They're so I mean, good. They came. They had that first big single. Like I bet that you still look. I bet that you look good on the dance floor. Yeah. Uh, when I was like in ninth grade, and I like yeah, I was in middle school when they played SNL. Yeah, and I had like an Arctic Monkeys t-shirt and i i love them from then on oh yeah they're great and yeah. then i mean let's be real alex <laughs> turner can do no wrong so anything he does i am on board for the amount i hear you talk about alex turner is just obsessive and awesome though i have to delete photos <laughs> of alex turner on my phone so that i can add more photos of alex turner <laughs> on my phone it's that kind of obsession uh, so we've talked about Prince Ferdinand. Um, I have Justin Timberlake on my list because you have something to say about him. Not a fan of the single. No. No. I'm Not scared. just the single, but the cover art. Oh, that cover art's weird. Do you remember that one meme I told you about? It was like, Justin Timberlake's cover art is like him waiting for, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal to teach him how to be a oh. man. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> Referencing Brokeback Man. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. Um, I do kind of want to go see him when he plays, so I've never seen Justin Timberlake before, so I think that'd be good. I haven't either, but Those I also... tickets are going to be so expensive. They are, but Anything after going... Anything the United Center is expensive. After going to Indian... Or not Indian Night, uh, James of the 2000, early 2000s last night at Beauty Bar, and like rocking out to early Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That was fun. Like, that I want to go. So I want I would want to go if he, like, for sure would play some early hits because. I mean, he has to. Yeah. Rock so, your body. Oh, oh, man. My jam. Uh, yeah. I would. I think I want to get tickets to that show. I just. Oh, I, I think United it would depend Center on how much so they are. expensive. Yeah. It would depend on how much they are because that's pretty much like a hundred bucks a ticket to start. My with. ticket, we have. Like, not even general admission. We have, like, seats for the killers uh, this week. Those tickets are, right. were expensive. I remember you saying those were, like, the most expensive tickets you've ever bought. Like, when I went and saw Muse at the United Center in 2016, like, their floor tickets were cheaper than these seats for the killers tickets. Not surprising. I mean, yeah, it's the killers, but, like, it's so expensive. Um, I saw a list that you would appreciate that was, like, 20 songs white girls jam to. Was it the killers, all of them? Because it was uh, Mr. Brightside. Oh, we were jamming to that. We have done that on multiple occasions. We just jammed to Mr. Brightside. That's one of those songs that uh, 20 something white girls go nuts for. Dude, my favorite meme of this year, or that I've seen this year, is Mr. Darkside. I don't know how old it is. Oh, but... gosh. I saw that on Tumblr. That's so, <laughs> so funny. funny. It's, uh, it's so long. <laughs> it really is. And for those of you that don't know or haven't looked at, haven't heard of it, look up Mr. Darkside. It's uh, basically the killer's Mr. Brightside reworked for Star Wars. Uh, with, with memes. With memes. And it's like the shitty trilogy. So the first three movies. It's the story of Anakin Skywalker yeah, through uh, the prequels. And how he becomes Mr. Darkside. It's AKA very- Darth Vader. <laughs> I'm going to start calling him Mr. Darkseid from now on, because that's just Dude, great. my favorite part of that is uh, Obi-Wan saying, we were bros. <laughs> and I'm really sorry about having sung into this, that was not good. Oh, goodness. Uh, moving on, do you have any other mu- music things before we move so, on? So, this is a super low-key uh, band that I found from the UK. They're called the Spook School. Ah, Spook School. Spook School. <laughs> so... I found out about this band because they're opening for Diet Sig in a couple of weeks when they play Bottom Lounge. And I was like, oh, this is a sweet-ass name. I gotta see who this is. They're a great indie, like, rock band. Yeah, I still need to buy tickets for that. Yeah, you gotta come with me to that. It's gonna be a good show. I'm excited. I just love the name Spook School. I'm... Because you more know excited. we love spooky things. I'm more excited, I think, to see Spook School than I am to see Diet Sig. And Spook School is, like, the opener for the opener. But, so they're releasing an album at the end of this month, I think. So I'm looking forward to that, because this may be their first big album that I've heard about. Uh-huh. So Like, not not an EP? No. Right. This is, like, a full LP? Length. Is that the short one? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know anything. Things. I don't know shit about music. <laughs> I just go, I just, I don't know things. Why would I know things? 
Um, so I'm just, I think that would be a really good album. I know that they, their show in Glasgow, um, they had like an album release show that just got sold out. So oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I love when like little bands and just general like bands that I love that people haven't really heard of start to hit it big. Yeah. Cause one that means like more tours and more albums. Yeah. Um, and, and it someone, just means that people appreciate like, things that you like, too. Oh, yeah. Someone on the internet, please correct me if I'm wrong, but have they played in the U.S. before? I don't, school? Yeah. I don't I know. Don't know. I don't think never, so. I don't know. Someone on the internet should tell us, because I would love to know if I missed out on this yeah. early on. Um, we'll plug our socials at the uh, end of this podcast, so if you Hit know... Hit us up. They, let us know. Yeah, let us know. So, another cool album coming out this year, uh, Matt and Kim are coming Oh my back. god, I love Matt and Kim. Matt and Kim, and we have the same story from different occasions. Matt and Kim was the first uh, first band I ever crowdsourced Same! To, to the exact same song. Oh man, that's so bizarre. And it was in two different states, too. It yeah, totally I mean, I was at Bonnaroo. Times. Yeah, I was in at Lollapalooza. That was it, my first Lollapalooza. It was cameras, right? Yeah, yeah I crowdsurfed during cameras. <laughs> It's just so crazy. weird. I love Matt and Kim, though. Like, at Bonnaroo, they were throwing out condoms and wet wipes, and they're like, listen, people are going to do it here. Just make sure you, like, wipe yourself off before you do it, because you're so, all sweaty, and put some condoms on. The first year that I went to Goose Island Block Party, they played. Oh, my God. I... And this is a plug for Goose Island Goose Island Block Party, because it's... If the you live in Chicago, event. it's one it's of the, the best, best things. We saw Animal Collective. That was an existential experience, oh, as I said, you literally about 10,000 so times. times. <laughs> you would turn to me and be like, my face is melting. <laughs> Granny, we I'm were surprised like, you remember that. <laughs> we were like eight beers deep at that point. Oh, we were more than eight beers deep at that point. Um, but yeah, you kept turning to me like, Lindsay, I'm freaking out right now. I'm last freaking year, out. Uh, last year I saw Against Me. Oh my god. So, I mean, you know how I feel about Against Me. I'm from Florida. Oh so. yeah. I've but, seen it against me, like, far too many times. and So, just, like, that event, though. No, I love it. It's, it's, a it's a great event. It's a lot of fun. Another fun event, if you're local to Chicago, sponsored by Goose Island. <laughs> We're not sponsored by Goose Island. <laughs> Say the event's sponsored by Goose okay. Island. <laughs> We're not sponsored by anybody. Um, Goose Island has a battle of the brewery's dodgeball tournament. I'm really excited for that this year. That was fun. That'll be my first time this year, and I'm really excited for it. It's just fun to watch. Like, I made so many dodgeball jokes, and my boyfriend, Steve, was like, you have you have you to stop. You can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. The entire time, I just kept going, oh, it's a bold strategy, Kyle. Let's see if that pays <laughs> off for it. My boyfriend was like, no, you have to stop saying that. People around us are looking at you weird. <laughs> no, that is an, that's an event I'm really excited for this year. I didn't go. Uh, I haven't been before. You, you didn't live here No, I, haven't, I didn't live here last year or the year before when I was living here. Um, so I'm excited for that. That's fun. That's not a good one. Goose Island puts out some good events, man. Yeah. Goose Island puts out some good shit in general. Yeah. Um, Shout out to India. I guess we are (laughs) done with music. Uh, Music, music. Do you want to move on to festivals? So, one quick thing before we jump to festivals. I am going to see Marilyn Manson in a couple of weeks. Did you already buy tickets? I've had tickets before he got injured. Okay. I was supposed to see him the day I got back from Austin City Limits last October, but then he got injured while I was at Austin City Limits. Like, that's when he got super injured. So right. now he's rolling in a wheelchair. And badass rolling in a oh, wheelchair. Oh, badass wheelchair. But that'll be, a, that'll be a great show. I'm super excited. I've wanted to see him forever. And sorry, Mom, I know you hate Marilyn Manson and everything he stands for, but man, do I love Marilyn Manson. I mean, Manson. for being honest, I hope your mom is not listening to this oh, podcast. No. My mom my will mom, not be listening My mom to doesn't know how podcasts work. I don't think my mom knows what podcasts are. My dad does. I've sent my dad some podcasts. I, don't, I hope my mom doesn't know what a podcast is, and I really hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> sorry, Mom. Sorry, Mom. I don't want sorry you to moms everywhere. <laughs> Uh, did you hear the rumor that there might be another Gorillaz album coming out this year? Um, I did from you. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't remember where I read this. I read too many music blogs for my own good. But, so Gorillaz released Humans this last year. And 
supposedly they recorded like 40 something songs or just way more than a full album or a deluxe edition album length would allow and they're just like yeah fuck it let's put it out let's do it so i would love if they put out another album because i love gorillas see i don't know what the logic is between like most bands releasing albums every two years Two to four to Two to four, six, like, to whatever to the numbers. But it's knows. usually two years, but then every now and then a band does it every year. And I don't know what the logic is, um, but I think it'd be cool. Like, the band yeah. does an album basically every year, so yeah. I guess a 2018 that I don't know for sure music would be the main, because they release something every year, and yeah. this would be another year. So, this gorilla story actually helps us transition into more music festival stuff, because they were a huge headliner for show for festivals in 2017. And there's still talks that they're going to be doing more festivals in 2018, maybe. That'd be cool. I'd like to see the girls. I saw them twice last year. They were great. You also went to a lot of festivals last year. Yeah, I did. You're going to do a lot this year. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do you a recap. You already have tickets for Shaky Knees. Yep, I got Shaky Knees and I got Pitchfork. And you're going to Voodoo. We already have our hotels and our flights booked for Voodoo. And then you're definitely going to Lala, Pitchfork, and Riot Fest. I already have my Pitchfork ticket, yeah. so the only questionable ones are I might go to Mamby on the Beach again this year. Where's that? It's here. Oh, really? It's a Chicago one, yeah. I saw a Cut Copy play there last Is year. Is it like more indie? It's more like electronic, dancey indie stuff. So, oh, like, last year I saw Starfucker and uh, Cut Copy. You should come with me. Starfucker's playing on Valentine's Day. Ugh, I can't afford to go to as many shows as you do. They're not expensive. That's true. And you don't have that many tickets yet. I don't. I have to buy Lala um, in two months, because I'm for sure more than likely going to that. I guess yeah, I well, I mean, you show. were moving here last year during no, that No, this time, year. So. Oh, I'm saying, but last year you couldn't oh, go because yeah. you were moving. No, I went two years ago. Is that when Radiohead played? Yeah, dude, that was so good. <laughs> it was so good. This will be my sixth year in a row going to Lollapalooza, so. My, my uh, apartment is running out of wall space for posters of the Lollapalooza lineup. <laughs> So, yeah, that's a thing I'm dealing with right now. <laughs> uh, Rye Fest is another one. I mean, I'm basically going to all of the ones in Chicago at this point. Yeah, you got to come to well. Pitchfork with me. That's yeah, such I'll a go. fun festival. I'll go. Uh, and the ch- tickets are not that. Not, no, for for the quality of festival that they put on, yeah. it's so inexpensive. So it's just a great, great time. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I mean, last year the headliners, I mean, Fuck, LCD Sound System headlined last year. Last yeah. year they had LCD Sound System, A Tribe Called Quest, and Solange. Oh, I... And that was one of Tribe <laughs> Called Quest's final shows, which this... I've talked about. But We've had the conversation about Solange we've... Oh, as well. we had that conversation at the bar last night. Yes, we did. <laughs> but uh, my dream this year would be if at Pitchfork they could get Beck and Bjork. Oh my god. Because oh, they I both put out albums last year, and I want to see those two. Bjork is kind of weird, though. How dare you say that? <laughs> she is a queen. A queen. Um, Beck would be great. I want to see him so bad. So bad. <laughs> um, the Shaky Knees lineup is looking excellent. Oh, that was good. Honestly, and I've been to Shaky Knees basically every year. This will be my first time going. Since uh, Inception. I didn't go the first year, but I went to the second year and onward. Uh, just because I lived in Florida, and it'll be the first year not going to Shaky Knees, um, and it's weird, because it's like, I was, the lineup popped up, and I was like, oh my god, we should go, because tickets are always, like, relatively inexpensive, inexpensive. Uh, but, like, going from Chicago to Atlanta now is way more difficult than Florida to Atlanta. Yeah, we're making a vacation out of it, so, but, uh, like, headliner-wise, I mean, Jack White, Queens of the Stone Age, and, uh, That was a very good lineup. And The National, so... I saw the National play Lollapalooza my first year. They were incredible. And this new album they released is so good. Yeah, that was a good lineup. Um, Tenacious D is playing. <laughs> That's going to be great. I've never seen David Byrne either, and mm-hmm. David Byrne is incredible. I mean, Talking Heads were one of the greatest bands of all time. I love the Talking Heads, too. So his work with them, I mean, I know this is a solo work, but knowing that he's done the work with them, right. he's and his solo music's incredible. I mean, have you had the, have you listened to the album that he wrote with St. Vincent? No. They have an album together. I it's did not great. know that. You should check that out. <laughs> um, I mean, the Shaking Knees lineup was really good, oh. especially compared to, like, Bigger festivals like Bonnaroo and Coachella. I was disappointed with Bonnaroo I this year. I was, too. And I, I mean, on. Muse, greatest band of all time. 
Oh, I mean, so, I don't necessarily think greatest band of all time, but great they band. are my. I say I have a lot of favorite bands. You literally, we did this last night. We did. We also did this last night. I did um, uh, basically a ten minute long impression of everything. Not even ten minutes, like a five minute long impression of everything Michelle. Uh, to Michelle of everything Stephanie says constantly, and it's I'm going to die. This is my favorite. This is band. my favorite band. Yep. I died. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, so I mean, Muse headlined Lollapalooza last year. But of course, we got evacuated when they were playing, which was a bummer. So yeah, I'm really... kind of surprised that they didn't like redo that show or something. Fingers crossed. Sometime this year, they're back in Chicago. I want to see them so badly. I mean, it'd be I... cool if they headline Lala again. I don't think that'll happen. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Lollapalooza might throw them a bone and say, "Let's do it again." Although I'd be I mean, down it's not for their them. fault. So. I'd be down to see them at the United Center again, though, because that show was. Insane. Right. One of the biggest festivals in the country this year had a huge lineup. Huge. Yeah, honestly, Coachella, if they had had a disappointing lineup, it would have just been, like, a major hit to the festival scene this year. Um, I mean, if we're being honest, like, Coachella is one of the biggest festivals, if not the biggest. Um, It's, like, one of two festivals that does two weekends. Yeah, that's true. I feel like Coachella's extra early this year, too. Uh, I don't usually pay attention to when Coachella is, just because I never... I can't afford to go? I can't afford to go to California. Yeah. I mean, the headliners are The weekend Beyonce and Eminem. I mean, that's a huge, like, pop... Not quite R&B, but... I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's like a... Not your typical pop star headliners. No, and I mean, the second lines are, like, SZA... St. Vincent, Vince Ugh, Staples, St. Vincent. Tame, Tyler the Creator. Can we go back to uh, Vince Staples for a second? <laughs> I love me some Vince Staples. I think it's incredible that, I mean, he was at Pitchfork last year. He played Pitchfork at And now like he's on the, the second afternoon. line of Coachella. Yeah. He has blown up. Good for you, Vince. We love you, Vince. Oh, man. I've been listening to Vince, like, on repeat for the last week. It's Oh, Big Fish him. is so good. Yeah. I mean, but then you go, like... Like I said, hey, and Tyler, the creator, Alt-J, Post Malone, Feast, Feast, Feast Can we Boxes, also talk about Portable that Demand. Tyler, the creator, is listed higher than David Byrne? How crazy is that? I mean, Tyler, the creator is huge with, like, suburban... Teenagers? Teenagers. <laughs> I and, mean, Tyler, the creator is huge with me, too. But, so. like, I feel... I think lately the festival scene has been a lot They're trying to draw in... Younger crowds, yeah. which I get. I mean... There's yeah. a lot of money in there. Um, I am also very proud of Portugal the Man for making the second row. They're the second act listed after yeah. Eminem and Odessa. Yeah. Like, good for you boys. I've listened to you boys for so long. Ugh, I love Portugal the Man. It's just... It's no, it's a, a good lineup. good lineup. I agree. I would go to that if I could swing going to California for a weekend. Oh, like it was Yeah, really it's weird. hard to get out there because it's also in the middle of nowhere. Yep. My cousin used to live out in LA and went last year and said it was a fantastic experience, but there's no way she could swing it again. Oh, I don't doubt that. That's like one of those ex- festival experiences where you save. Like, you have to be planning on going already. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Or you have to have a lot of money. Yeah. Both or of which living out there. We are not good about, and no. we also do not live <laughs> out there. No. Um, All right, so I think we've talked a lot about what we actually know about music festivals. So I think my favorite thing about music festival season is trying to guess who else is going to play the other big festivals. Right, and this is going to be us with Lala until we oh, so this is going to be the guessing the Lollapalooza lineup. Yeah, I mean, there's and it's so hard with Lollapalooza. I mean, the only way you can really tell is between like consequence of sound confirming something. Knowing that they're already playing um, in Chicago around that time frame or like somewhere near. Oh yeah, um, I have a Google Doc of that. Me, my boyfriend, and one of our other friends just go in and we like update who we know is playing and who is confirmed out versus in versus. Have you seen the Reddit? I'm on um, the Reddit one for Lollapalooza. Like, have oh, you seen of the Reddit? Okay. Because they do that, too. Oh, yeah. No, we do it on our own, and then we actually put money on it, and then whoever gets the most right 
gets a free the, ticket. Gets the, the pool. Oh, cool. We can't afford to give one of us a free <laughs> ticket. Are you kidding? No, I know. Lala tickets are expensive, but the good thing is that... We live here. You may, yeah, we live here. <laughs> um, we can take a bus there, and you may as well buy your ticket and then sell it, because it sells out like the day it goes on sale. It's always a fun time. I mean... Last year was the first year I was like, man, these teenagers are, like, chilled out. I mean, you weren't there, so you can't no. weigh in, but... Uh, but, I mean, 2016, I didn't really notice a ton of teenagers, but I also didn't go to shows that there would be a ton of teenagers yeah, at. that's fair. Um, we made friends with some teenagers at Glass Animals this year, which was surprising. I was like, oh... We, we were hanging out with the youngs, the youths. The youngs. You youths. <laughs> miserable youths. No, they were not miserable. They were ready for glass <laughs> animals, let me tell you. But trying to guess the lineup, I think, is the most fun part of the music festival. Yeah. Because uh, it's a whole game of like, oh, these are all the other festivals. Here's what else is going on that same weekend. Here's everyone's tour schedule. It's, yep. It's a it's a way to make life a little less miserable while you're waiting. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Because I mean, we have like another two months before we hear anything about Lala. Anything, yeah. Lollapalooza has a big game changer headliner. Like the Killers were a game changing headliner last year, right? Because they came in at the last minute. But I would love if the Strokes were in there. That would be pretty cool. Um, is that one of the ones that you're theorizing? I mean, or is that like an ideal, like this would be amazing kind of thing? They're, they're more ideal. It's similar to the pitchfork thing. It's more ideal. I don't think it's going to happen. It's, it's, uh, so like I know you're on Mary. Reddit. It's like the same thing as the Daft Punk thing on Reddit. Oh, yeah, where they say the Daft choo-choo. Punk every year. Yeah. Choo Choo, the Daft Punk thing. every year. <laughs> oh, I mean, any of those are game changers. You know right. that. So. It's the same kind of thing. Like, I'm super onto that Reddit page. I mean, I love Reddit in general. I know. That was one of my first experiences with you as well. I was talking about Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> you literally saying, I love Reddit. I look at Reddit every day to talk about, as a group, the Ask Reddit topic of the day. Am I never there for that? This was a... Well, I mean, I changed teams. Yeah, so I'm before. not there for that. Me and Joe have an Ask Reddit topic of the day. I need to be on that. <laughs> I need to be on that. So um, I think we've been beating this dead horse of music and yes. music festivals for a while. So yeah, uh, it's getting a little long. Yeah. So I think the next subject we have is movies. Yeah, let's talk about some movies. I know you're excited for Black Panther. I'm a Marvel junkie, and the music that has been in those trailers yes. thus far is it's killing me. But you're like I especially excited for Black Panther, right? For oh, I love the concept of all of the Black Panther comics. So, spoiler alert, I never read comics, but my <laughs> brothers did. I did not read comics. I had brothers that I read the just... Wikipedia articles on comics. I was not even I thought it was going to be. That's <laughs> not even a joke. <laughs> I mean, we're also a couple beers and stuff. Yeah, that's true. So. Um, this is a drunken culture where we think things are funny when they're not. <laughs> but I do hope you think it was funny. I didn't read comics, but my brothers did, so they liked to educate me at a young age on what was going on in the world of the comics. Right. So Black Panther is just a great series in general. I'm just. I mean, it's a relatively unknown director, right? Yeah, it is. Um, from what I can tell, he's only had three major films. He's done a couple of short films, and he's been nominated for a bunch of different awards and won. More, like, low-key awards, but that's really cool. And... I mean, we know that, like, unknown directors are can be game-changers. Oh, absolutely. Especially in the superhero world. I think we need some more unnamed... Like, un... Not unnamed, but unknown directors. Right. Because I'm tired of the seeing same the same Avengers yeah. movie and the same DC movies. I mean... I mean, it's been nice to have newer people with different styles come out. Especially in this, like, having people that haven't done these major superhero films before, I think, has been excellent. And we've had a lot of good stuff in the last couple of years. I agree. They've had great results, I think. 
I also love Chadwick Boseman. Not going to lie. <laughs> Ugh, I love him so much. So I'm very excited. I mean, so these trailers, I mean, featuring Vince Staples and Run the Jewels have been excellent. And I've heard talk through the interwebs that Kendrick Lamar is working on a song with Vince Staples for... I don't know if it's going to be in a new trailer or part of a soundtrack or something. That would be insane. That would though. be fantastic. I mean, I love the fact that these trailers are pulling in music that other people haven't heard. Because, like, one of our coworkers oh, heard of our Run coworkers the Jewels for the first time and loved our, it. One of our coworkers loves Run the Jewels after listening to that song in the trailer. And we're not going to talk too much about Run. We're not going to talk about Run. We're not going back we're to Run the Jewels. We're not doing that again. We'll save that for <laughs> another episode. episode. That could be a full episode. And it's just really cool that they're giving attention to musicians that uh, wouldn't normally get covered and kind of giving them that airspace and a chance to produce things like that. Oh, I agree. Tie into Black Panther, the new Avengers coming out. Oh, yeah. After uh, Infinity War is on my list. I'm very excited for that. So this is being directed by uh, the Russo brothers, who did all of the Captain America franchise. Nice. So, with Sebastian Stan, the Winter Soldier. <laughs> yes. I mean, Sebastian Stan, the Winter Soldier, does make an appearance in Infinity uh, I just like saying Sebastian Stan, the Winter Soldier. <laughs> uh, and we're going to plug another podcast called How Did This Get Made? Uh, it's a podcast about movies, and they kind of dissect it and talk about, like, the shitty things about it. Oh, yeah. Um, and Sebastian Stan was in a movie called The Covenant, which I love, but it was that a terrible movie. That movie is so movie. trash, but I loved it when it came out. Um, and basically the entire time, they're constantly saying, like, Sebastian Stan, The Winter Soldier. <laughs> oh, thanks, Jason Manzoukas. Thanks, Jason Manzoukas. Um, who I love. <laughs> so, I think having a different director for an Avengers film, I think will make a difference this go-around... And I'm excited, because the Captain America films have had a very good directing vibe. It's very different than the Avengers directing vibe. So, I just think Marvel's doing a good job. Yeah, I'm no, a fan I agree. right now. And then Deadpool 2 is coming two. out this year. Can we talk about that trailer for a second? The Bob Ross-inspired trailer? It is. Uh, if you have not seen this trailer. When was the first time you saw that? Was it at Thor? Um, I had seen it before, but think, we saw it, uh, they played it at Bruin View at the Vic. Oh my god, that was so we, great. We were laughing so hard. We also had been drinking a little bit beforehand, <laughs> but, uh, also as too. always. But, it's just such a good teaser. They had a teaser before that, I want to say in the spring, mm-hmm. that was really good too. They did a, Deadpool's just so raunchy, and I think that's a... They're trying to bring that vibe back into the Marvel, the rest of the Marvel universe. Not necessarily the raunchy part, but that humor. The humor. Yeah, that humor. Because everybody knows Deadpool killed it. I mean, part of Deadpool killing it was also the marketing. (laughs) Well, Ryan Reynolds, but also the marketing. I mean, Deadpool as a character, like, from the Wikipedia articles I've read, and from Derek generally knowing more, a lot about comic books. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool is, like, a raunchy character to begin with. He breaks the fourth wall. Like, that's Constantly. that's who he is. And the way they broke the fourth wall in that movie and the way they expect them to do in this coming movie um, is just, like, very clever. It's not, like, in-your-face obvious. Like, I'm, when they make... In, actually, and I read about this on Wikipedia because that's what I do. Hashtag uh, wiki. Hashtag wiki. Um... Deadpool, like, they refer to Deadpool as looking like, they they mention Ryan Reynolds in the Deadpool comics, like, ten years before he's actually cast. Wait, really? Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, and they mention, they actually mention, like, him looking at, like, Ryan Reynolds meets something before he's, Ryan Reynolds even cast, and that's why it's really funny. I love But I also love, like, how the movies make fun of the fact that he was the Green Lantern. (laughs) That was one of my favorite bits from the first film. Um, so I, I kind of expect that humor again, and it, it is more I'm raunchy in your in your not necessarily in your face, but like raunchy, unexpected. So, I mean, Deadpool's great, and this is a great transition point for us. And I'm going to throw in a nice transition line here. <laughs> so, Deadpool, according to the comics, is a Hufflepuff. Speaking I of Hufflepuff. did not expect him to be a Hufflepuff, by the way. I thought he'd be like a Slytherin because so, the anti-hero. Speaking of Hogwarts houses, we're, we got Speaking talk. of Hufflepuff specifically, Newt Scamander. 
We gotta talk about Fantastic Beasts. I am so excited for this to come out. The Fantastic Beasts series is scheduled to hit five movies in ten years at this point. I think they're scheduled for every two years. Yeah, and then Harry Potter did seven movies in ten years, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm Correction, excited. Eight movies. Eight movies in ten years. That's I, yeah. Thanks. Fuck you. Oh, I got you. I got you, girl. Fuck you. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm excited for it. I don't did love you, that it's coming every two years, but I'm excited. Did you enjoy the first film? Because I heard a lot of mixed reviews in the first I film. I did. I really I liked did. It too. I like the fact... Well, so you and I grew up with Harry Potter. We were oh, kids absolutely. when it came out. I mean, and we were, we're kids when the movies came out. We're still Harry Potter nuts. No, we are. And, like, Harry Potter hits our generation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's it's nice to be, for them to acknowledge, acknowledge that it's our generation. Yeah. And to be gearing this movie towards our generation, not so much kids. Because I think the reason that people didn't love Fantastic Beasts is because, like, they thought it would be kid generic. See, I thought people were expecting it would be Harry Potter. I mean, it's no. not Harry it's Potter. It's not Harry Potter. Like, who would think that was Harry Potter? I don't know. People, I mean, It's the I wizarding know. world of Harry Potter. I, I mean, I want more Harry Potter See, as I much don't. as everybody else. I don't want more Harry Potter. I want more wizarding world. I don't want more stories about Harry. I, I want to read about, like, Sirius Black and James, like, the Marooder side. We will have several episodes on this topic. But I but, don't necessarily, like, yeah. I, I get that. Like, But at the same time, Harry's story is over. I, and, and what is, I, the thing about the cursed child, or yeah. whatever that was called, yeah. is Harry that it brought back Harry, child. and it's like, I want Harry to be happy for the rest of his life. I don't want to hear more about him, because if I do, that means that there's something that's happening yeah. to him, and I, I don't want. I like, I like your theory. I like it. Um, I, I want enjoy the way they did Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I enjoyed the way they put it together. I agree. I'm looking forward to this new film. I am to an extent. Yeah. Um, I've read, like, the theory, like, not the theory, the synopsis of what it is, and it's like, Dumbledore recru- uh, recruits Newt Scamander to help him, like, find Grindelwald. And, I mean, in the books... Uh, they do have a connection. No, they do. But yeah. in the books, um, he doesn't go after Grindelwald until the very end and, like, the very last moment where he absolutely has to because he's in love with them. Spoiler alert. Um, I guess it's not really spoiler, because you should should know this by now. You should know this by now. Um, and I don't love, I mean, it depends on how they take it, honestly. And I don't, you know how I feel about, um, Johnny Depp being Grindelwald. (sighs) I have a lot of feelings about this. And I have a lot of feelings about Jude Law being Dumbledore. (laughs) I? And they're literally only because, like, I don't like that I'm attracted to Dumbledore. (laughs) So... I love Jude Law as an actor. Oh, I am too. I'm very excited to see him in these films. No, I am as well. But I I'm, don't like being attracted to Dumbledore. I'm not excited to see more Johnny Depp. I my problem with Johnny Depp, like outside of his personal life and like social we're issues, we're gonna we're gonna. I mean, yes, he has some personal life problems that make him I just not fit that, for this film. But I just that's think a that different in general discussion. he plays characters too quirky and he can go over the top and I don't want to see him go over the top in this movie. I I mean I love Gary Ullman as being cast as serious, but Gary Ullman plays I do too. He plays villains very well and I would have loved to see somebody else as Gary Oldman and Gary Oldman or somebody else is serious and Gary Oldman play Grindelwald. I mean, so this is a discussion I want to say for a later episode, because I have a lot of feelings about how they portray the Marauders in Oh, I have a lot of feelings. I I picture them so differently. We're talking about Fantastic Beasts, so... Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I like... I think overall it'll be a good film. I'm a big fan of Ezra Miller, and I'm glad that they're bringing him back into this film. I am too, and I'm... Yes. That's all I have to say, yes. Like, yes, yes. I'm excited. And, like, I had to go back after him and I realized that they were bringing him back and look at that scene again to figure out why they brought him back. And I get it now. I also love Eddie Redmayne. I think he does a really good job as Newt Scamander. Derek and I were talking about this last night. Like, Newt Scamander is an awkward character. And, like, granted, this is not a character in the books, but he plays what you would expect Newt Scamander to be, which is just, like, this nerdy guy. And he plays him so well. And, I mean, Newt Scamander, or not Newt Scamander, uh, Eddie Redmayne, in general, does he's a, a good, actor. he's a great actor, um, but he, what, the way he 
approaches that character. He walks awkwardly. Like, he talks yeah. awkwardly, and I, I just love that about him. Oh, yeah. No, he does an excellent job. So what other movies are coming out in 2018 that we need to talk about? What other big um, movies we got? Ones that we can go in depth into are the Han Solo movie. I'm looking forward to that. So, I mean, as much as I would love to see a Star Wars Episode Nine come out this year... I mean, I get it. Yeah, I get they it. They want to create the hype. Like, this year, or last year, was really hyped. Yeah. Because you had to wait two years for it. And um, I loved what they did with Rogue One. So, I'm interested. Yeah, I mean, Rogue One, on. I honestly thought was better than The Last Jedi. I agree. I loved Rogue One. I loved Rogue One. That hit me in the feels. And the in fact all that, like, the feels. Emilia Clarke is going to be in this. Donald Glover. Woody oh, I Harrelson. forgot about him. Oh, I'm so <laughs> excited for this. I love Donald Glover. Um, so I, it's, love I think it's going to be. Glover. I think it's going to be good, depending on how they go. Like what? I'm. What I route they don't go. know. I mean, I ne- I don't know anything about the actor that they've brought on to play Han Solo. I don't either. But that could be a good thing. I think that could be a good thing. Yeah. I think it'll be inter- I think it'll be interesting to see what they do with this. Nobody knew about Daisy Ridley for the most part. That's true. And she's doing Excellent. very well, yeah. Um Nobody knew about a lot of the people that came up in no, uh, I The agree. Force Awakens. And I like the fact that they're bringing unknown actors and kind of giving them that opportunity. What else has you got in the list? Jurassic World. Oh, I forgot Two. that was coming out yeah. in Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so excited to see more Chris Pratt. I do love Chris, Chris Pratt. I love Chris Pratt. And I've loved Chris Pratt since he was like a chubby, chubby boy, chubby man. Chubby um, boy. <laughs> on Parks and Rec. I thought, I loved, I, he was one of my favorite things about Parks and Rec, so I love following his career. I really enjoyed the Jurassic World, like the Jurassic Park series in general. I yeah. thought it was so well done. And I enjoyed Jurassic World. So, fun fact, um, my friends Alex and Julia Walk down the aisle to the Jurassic theme song. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What? Yeah, they have like a heart player. Oh, man. They have beaten me on that oh, wedding no. level it was more amazing. than I'm ever going to be. They beaten. had a heart player playing um, like general, like songs like that. Like they had the Game of Thrones theme um, while we were waiting for them to come down and they walked down the aisle to the Jurassic Park theme song. It was really great. It, like it's ruined every, every oh, home I have for my own marriage. Yeah, I... Don't think I can do anything better. To Alex than and Julia, I know you're listening. Um, that was we amazing. love you. We love you, and that was amazing. Um, probably one of my favorite things, favorite things I've ever been like. That's the experience. greatest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I know it's great. God damn it, you guys are like too cool. <laughs> okay, so um, so Dressing World is gonna be good. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, yeah. I don't. I've watched a few previews and trailers. Um, so we'll see. I don't. I'm excited to see more about what the storyline's going to be. Because I don't really know. Like, I know that this is, like, a whole volcano exploding and they're trying to, like, evacuate the island. Yeah. Um, And they could go a lot of ways with that, so that would be interesting. I'm excited. It'll be a good good time. Um, So I have A Wrinkle in Time and Ocean's 8, and those are tied together by Mindy Cowling, who I love. I'm very excited for Ocean's 8. I mean... It's got a really strong cast. A list. strong female cast. I, we I'm need excited. some more of that. And then a wrinkle in time is like a childhood staple. I found um, a wrinkle in time when I was, I want to say in fourth grade. I was just looking through the library books and I was like, "Oh, this looks good." I feel Checked like it we out read and read it. every single one. We did. It was not on like a reading list. Oh, I yeah. just found it. Um, granted, like you and I live literally as far apart as you possibly north can, north south as you could. Um, but I found it, and I loved it, and I'm really excited to see it, and I love Mindy Cowling, Reese Witherspoon's in it. Oprah! Oprah. <laughs> um, I'm excited. I mean, Mindy Cowling, from, like, the Office version of Callie Kapoor, has been, I have loved her. She's my oh, first yeah. animal. She's one of the first, like, brown girls that yeah. I've ever seen, like, get super famous for being funny and who she is and not being, like, what fits the mold for Hollywood. Yeah. Um, so she's just a great role, mo- role model, and I love yeah, her for that. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, oh, so, that made my heart swell a few sizes. <laughs> <laughs> the only time ever genuine is talking about Mindy McCalling. Yeah, really. No, I love her to death. I mean, I love the Mindy Project, which I didn't get to talk about in 2017 because I forgot about it. Um, oops. Oops. Uh, but it was, I love her. Mindy Cowling oh, yeah. is just a strong role model. 
I love that people accept her for who she is. The fact that, you know, she's not a size one, zero, that she is a little chubby Indian girl um, who's having a baby without a father. You know, she's... Yeah. She's everything. Uh, So I'm excited to see that. I love movies with her. I think that movie looks... It just looks so good. Yeah, and she's in uh, Ocean's 8 as well. Uh, which oh, is a movie I Yeah. So I'm excited for both of those. Oh, yeah. Those would be a good year. Um, and there's a few other ones I can just name real quickly. Yeah, go for it. Tomb Raider. Um, I'm excited for A Quiet Place with John Krasinski oh, and Emily Blunt. Oh, my gosh. Blunt. I forgot that was coming out I'm just really year. excited to see them because they're married and, like, to see them act without saying anything and just, like, with their faces. That movie looks creepy as heck. And I'm I love it. very excited. It doesn't look scary. It just looks creepy, creepy? which yeah. you and I, like, oh, yeah. creepy, but not scary. We're big wieners, so. Yeah. We don't like scary things. No, we don't like scary things. Um, and we can move on to TV. Yeah, let's, let's hit that TV. Uh, my list has The Good Place, and I talked about this in 2017, but mm-hmm. The Good Place just came off hiatus. hiatus. Um, oh, when was that? It was a week ago. Oh, no last, way. Last, not this past Thursday, but the one before it. Uh, and, like, I, I can talk about The Good Place forever. And oh, yeah. They just, they... And on cliffhangers, and they bring it back, and they do they don't do what you expect. Like the first episode of this new half of the season, um, I the whole time was just a roller coaster. I had like no idea what was going on. Just, so how many? Remind me how many seasons? This they're show? on the second season, second half of the oh, second okay. season. So if you okay. catch up, they're uh, I don't remember how long the first episode, the first season is. Um, I'm just bad about keeping. Oh, up you with need to watch it. TV. You need to watch it. I think the entire first season is on Netflix, and the second season's on Hulu. Um, but it's really good. I I love that show, and I love Kristen Bell and Ted Danson. And... Oh yeah, I do know what the show <laughs> is. I haven't seen it, but I know you what need, this show is. You need to watch it. It's great. Um, I have the X Files. Oh, that's gonna be so interesting to see. I love the X Files. I do. I have when I was a kid. Whenever I would, like, flick through the channels, the X-Files theme song used to terrify me, and so I would not watch it. Oh, no, that was my I show. used to have nightmares when I was a kid of, like, I oh, would... the X-Files? I didn't even know. I never watched the X-Files. I would flick through the channels and hear the theme song and then have a nightmare that night because I was so terrified of it. I mean, I understand, like, the Twilight Zone. No, that I... That show's creepy, I never but watched... the X-Files is so good. No, as an adult, I watch the X-Files, and I love it, and so... I'm I mean, let's for be now, real, I'm kid, always a slut terrifying. for aliens, so. <laughs> I love David Duchovny and Jillian Anderson, um, so I'm excited for this, and then I'm, I'm excited to see, like, where they bring the last season and how I've, uh, I've heard for realsies that this is the last time that's, Jillian Anderson's gonna do it. That's what I've heard as well. And I love the X-Files, but I think it needs to end. I agree. Um, last season was okay. Yeah, I, I, last season was not my favorite. No, not my favorite, but it was good. Um, so I'm excited to see where they're going to bring in, how they're going to end it. Um, I have Bob's Burgers. Oh, I love Bob's Burgers. That show is so fun. I, for a long time, did not watch Bob's Burgers. I don't and understand I, how. I saw so many memes on Tumblr, and I was just like, this is, doesn't seem like a show I'm going to like. And then I finally started watching it uh, in 2017, and I love it. You just started watching it? I didn't realize it was that recent. Yeah, no, it was really, it was literally maybe October of 2017 when I started watching it, and I just kind of been watching it. Oh my gosh! Uh, Louise is my spirit animal. I love love her. I love I really do like it. Um, And one of my favorite episodes is, what was it called? Um, The Bleakening? Because (laughs) it brings in Krampus. Um, No, it's, it's a very clever show, and I like it, so... I'm excited for that in 2018. That's a good mainstream adult cartoon. So Westworld is supposed to be coming out this year. I'm very excited for that. What have they said? Spring? Spring sometime? Summer? Yeah, spring sometime, maybe summer. Um, it's been confirmed from a few sources. Evan yeah. Rachel Wood has said it. Um, oh, I love Evan Rachel Wood in that too. show. Westworld has been really good. Although I... The first time I watched it, I literally texted Derek and I was like, is this guy the man in black? And he was like, I don't know. Spoiler Figure alert. It out. Um, so I, it's a good show. It's not... Westworld is probably... And I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. I've Westworld is probably my favorite show on television. 
I've heard that I've heard the comparisons to Game of Thrones, and not so much the style, but the magnitude and epicness of it. In my younger days, I saw the Westworld film, which came out in the seventies. Yeah, I didn't realize there was a film, but so the series is meant, from what I've heard, is meant to be almost a prequel to the film. I mean, it's a different direction, different everything, but. The film as a concept is meant to take place post the series or what they've done for like this first season. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And so, I mean, that was the inspiration for the series. And the series has done such a good job that. No, the series is very good. Um, they have a great cast Evan Rachel Wood, Anthony Hopkins, Ed Harris, James Marsden. Jimmy Simpson. Oh, I love Jimmy Simpson. I love Jeffrey Barnes. Wright. Uh, ben Barnes, who is also in the Punisher series. He is. I haven't had enough time on my hands to watch the Punisher yet. Oh my yet, god! So me too. Don't drop it. No, I'm not going to. Yet, me too. But yeah. I do know Ben Barnes. Is in the series. Uh, he's also. We're going to go back to Harry Potter for a second, but he would be my serious black. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for. Westworld this year. I don't even know what's going to happen. That first season oh, I have no threw idea. me through so many loops. These are one. Of the, it's one of those shows that you have no idea well, where you're going from. Like, and it's because really just original material at this point. So Westworld had a huge online presence. So I know the show is fictional, but like Delos Incorporated had a website separate from the HBO uh, Westworld website where you could go see things about the television show. And my boyfriend knows a lot about computer coding. Mm -hmm. And somehow, like, between episodes, would, like, almost not hack the website, but go through code to find secret messages. Like Easter eggs? Yeah, like Easter eggs for season two in the code of the website itself. That's really cool. I love things that do those little Easter eggs. and Yeah. So there were just different talks about how different characters were going to come back in and different things about the second season and like little teasers that came through being able to pull apart this internet code. Uh, I have uh, Handmaid's Tale. Which we didn't talk about for 2017, but was a huge 2017 TV show. I mean, it's winning a bunch of awards. Yeah, and it was really well done. And it came... For it being a Hulu original, I was very impressed. Oh, I agree. And it came at a time where like it fit very well into what was Absolutely. going on at the time. And that book has been out for a while. That yeah. book is not new. And they did it so well that it's almost scary. Like, it's scary it's to think about. Yeah, Absolutely. Frightening to think about, like, this could be the future. Like, this is, could be what we're going towards. Um, and I like the fact that they're playing on that. And this especially scary part. Oh, yeah. And about this is that, I guess not even especially scary, I shouldn't say that. The Spooky. The, <laughs> the spooky. interesting thing is that they're coming out of the second season, but the first season ends where the book ends. Right, so the second season is completely all unknown. new. Yeah, and... It's really it looks that, intense. I'm oh, excited. I haven't seen any previews for it, so I need to. Oh, but you need to get on that. Margaret Atwood great. is helping out with this, so it's in oh, the universe. She? Yeah, she's she's working on this with them. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so it's in her universe, and it's really interesting to see where they're going with this in the future. Because, like I said, it ends at the, yeah, first the, book, ends. the book ends at the first season. Um, and then I have RuPaul All Stars. I love RuPaul's Drag Race. I love RuPaul's. Drag. Um, we need to do like an episode where we talk about our favorite, oh, absolutely. Our favorite that's, drag queens. That's, that's a good. That's a good idea. Yeah, if you want to hear us talk about our favorite drag queens from RuPaul dra- RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, email us or like comment on some social media uh, things or tweet at us or whatever. Because we would love to I would hear love everyone to else's yeah. opinions about RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. Um. It's not the show's coming back this year, but one of the things I'm most excited for is trying to come up with theories for Game of Thrones this season. And it's kind of, like, all new. Like, last season was pretty all new, too, because there's no book material to go from. 
Um, so it's going to be interesting to figure out and dissect. I just love internet conspiracies about everything, so. <laughs> I mean, there's really not much. It's really just digging into the writing and putting your two yeah. little hats on and going into. Because I, I know you follow that that Reddit. Oh, absolutely. So tinfoil's a thing. It is. Um, but I don't want to go back in 2017. But no, we're not going back to 2017. They did, they covered a lot of, they confirmed a lot of theories in 2017. Oh, absolutely. Um, but we're not going into that. We should we have, have previous but we'll do, episodes to talk about that. Yeah, maybe we'll do an entire Game we of might, Thrones episode. I would like to do an entirely Game of Thrones Yeah, episode. let us know if you'd be interested. Um, so general stuff for 2018? So the Winter Olympics are coming up. That's a I'm huge deal. I'm so excited. I love watching curling. <laughs> it's, I don't know what it is about curling. It's so boring, but so, like, it's almost so boring that it's entertaining. Um. <laughs> I mean, my, as douchey as it sounds, my favorite sports are freestyle skiing and snowboarding. Bobsledding. I do love me some good bobsledding. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Get on up. It's bobsled time. I really think that movie made people appreciate bobsledding, but I... Well, there is a Jamaican bobsled team. There's also <laughs> a women's bobsled, bobsled team from Africa. I'm excited. Year, so. I I think the Winter Olympics are... This is controversial, but more exciting than the Summer Olympics. I like summer. I'm a summer girl. I'm, I'm from Canada. That's so, true. I love the Winter Olympics. I, I also say, Winter I love Olympics watching. are a bigger deal for your people. Uh, oh, yeah, because we, well, we do so well in that. <laughs> um, I mean, I love the hockey. I love curling. Just I love Winter Olympics. It's just fun to watch. It's fun to see Canada actually bring it for I think, a sport. Uh, back to snowboarding, I think Sean White made the team like, yeah. in the last day or so. Yeah, and it's kind of surprising that it, it, it was, wasn't, like, guaranteed. Yeah, no, I mean... And he's one of the biggest winter yeah, athletes ever. Absolutely. So let's talk about, I guess I all I have left is really things that I'm bummed out about for 2018. Uh, Rick and Morty's not coming back. At least it hasn't been confirmed. confirmed. I believe it's coming back in 2019. Though. Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, 2017 was kind of a surprise. Oh, yeah. When it was coming out. Um, and that was just really because they couldn't come up with something that they both agreed upon. Yeah. Um, so I get, I get waiting till 2019 for Rick and Morty just because yeah. their fans are so loyal and so much hype about it. There's around a lot it. of hype around Rick and Morty. No, I, yeah, absolutely. Um, so it makes sense that they would wait and really satisfy their fans and continue that hype. I'd rather them wait and satisfy everyone than bullshit through a series. No, I agree. I'd rather have like a strong series, a strong season. Season. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have a strong season than, like, a, a bullshit shitty yeah. season just to put something out. Um, no Stranger Things. I don't know what I'm going to do. What am I going to do without Stranger Things? It's going to be real weird. These it's, kids are going to get old, so, like, I don't know where they're going to go. Because, I mean, honestly, when you're 12, a year is a huge deal. Like, you well, age a lot when young, you're... Yeah. yeah. You, you age a lot. lot. Um, so, I'm and, excited to see where they take it. Yeah, because I, I love that show. Season but, two aged them a year, and that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So I I, season, I'm assuming season three is gonna have to age them another year, if not if two. If not two, I would yeah. hope two. Um. So we'll see. I know they're they're starting to film now. Are they? I think so. At least I've, I think they're starting to film now. Um. I mean, so I we'll hope see. They start to film now because I would like me some more Stranger Things. I mean, uh, yeah, I just want some more David Harbor. <laughs> Speaking of David Harbor. Oh, that's a good start. Oh, my God. He posted on his Instagram, um, and just a general thing that was not posted. Oh, I guess it was posted on his Instagram, that this, uh, there's a girl that said, how many likes, or how many retweets to get you to pose in my senior photos with me? He said, 25,000, and I get to wear the school sweatshirt and, and hold, hold a trombone. trombone. And he did it. And that's what I love about David Harbour, is that he does this shit. He loves... He, that David photos, Harbour is the biggest Stranger Things fan. That photo session... It was so good. Like, so much fun. Uh, it was so good. David Harbour is the biggest Stranger Things fan. He's oh, bigger than He's a bigger fan of the show than anybody else. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, his Instagram page says a Joe Curry fan page. <laughs> um, I'm excited about this one miscellaneous thing that has nothing to do with pop culture. We're going to Canada. We are going to Canada. Um, and we're staying in an Airbnb right by the Lockhart, which is a Harry Potter, Harry Potter themed, themed bar. bar. Um, and not just Harry Potter themed. They have some like Star Trek stuff um, and other general like sci-fi. But they're well... They're well known for being They're like a Harry known Potter for theme. being a Harry Potter bar. Yeah, so that's one thing I'm excited about for 2018 is our trip. I'm excited too. I'm real hype about that. <laughs> it's going to be a really fun trip. I mean, yeah. it's going to be a long drive and I'm going to get real car sick. But, but we are going to listen to our favorite podcasts. We were talking about how we want to listen to Potter Rock and be just awkward the entire time. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. All right. Well, this has been our excitement for 2018. Thank you for listening to us. And uh, hang on tight for Derek's final thoughts for tonight. Uh, the, really, the only thing I have to say about 2018 is fucking Tide Pod. <laughs> What's wrong with people? Did you guys talk about that? I don't think you did. Okay. Well, that's it. Tide Pods. The fuck's wrong with this planet? <laughs>